0: Hi, I'm
1: Liana.
0: And I'm Christian.
1: Welcome
0: to the Conquering Conquering Life Together podcast. Hi, Liana here. And Christian. After years of doing business separately, we've decided we are better together. So we've gathered top experts in their fields to help us build a bigger, better, stronger marriage and business. Welcome to Conquering Life Together. Today we have the amazing Kevin Wayne Johnson. Hey, Kevin. (laughs) Hey, Kevin. Hello.
2: Hello. How are you all doing? Great.
0: We're good. We're excited to have you on. Yes, we are. Guys, Kevin has not married for 27 years. I mean, this is just Incredible. Uh, he and his wife are still smiling. So, you know, that says a lot because that's what we're trying to get to. <laughs> um, he is an amazing speaker and teacher. He is a leadership coach that really teaches people how to um, live out their gifts and really awaken their potential. You guys, he teaches the elements of dynamic relationships that we're, we're trying to have and develop. He equips teams with the attitudes and attributes that they need to be leaders. You guys, he is doing his best to equip the best. We chose Kevin because we really want to take advantage of his wisdom when it comes to being a leader. We talk about being leaders not only in our work work realm, but in our relationships as well. And we want to make sure that we're giving you guys principles and tools that you can stand by and build a life on, right? So many of you guys, just like us, are newer in your marriage. And especially compared to Kevin, 27 years, guys, I mean, we're only going on 10. And so we want to make sure that we're learning from those that have gone before us and that from those that have um, been in it longer than we have, so that we can really encourage and uplift one another on this amazing journey of marriage and entrepreneurship. So Kevin, again, welcome on. Thank you so much for, for being willing to share with us today.
2: Well, thank you. thank you again. It's always an honor and a privilege to be invited to join in on the great work that you're doing. So, uh, like we talked about a little bit earlier, I'm hoping I can add some value to what you're doing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I I, I want to get started um, with the questions. Um, so, I, I obviously like, going through your site is evident that you're, that you're big on on leadership development, right? Um, and 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 in growth and 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 success. And I love how you broke down success uh as far as real success um you know in as in regards to those acronyms and I kind of wanted to to start there and to ask you a little bit about that. Explain what real success is.
2: All right, well again, thank you all very much for the opportunity. um The space that I'm in uh, I'm having a ball because um I'm in chapter two of my life having retired now from the federal government after thirty four years of total service as a mid-level leader and a senior level leader. And I really want us together to make the world a much better place. And one of the many ways that we do that is through uh, building a cadre of excellent leaders, people that understand the benefits of valuing and caring about others as we lead them. And so, as you mentioned, you know, one of the primary focus areas that we teach on and speak about is being a real success. Now the word success in and of itself is very subjective because it means different things to different people. Um, If you talk to men and women that work on Wall Street, success is all about the green. It's all about the money, right? For you as parents of four children, success has everything to do with raising children that will carry on your name, Uh, And that will make the world a much better place. Now, you're going to teach them to get their education, to get a good job, to be a great entrepreneur, and and money will come, but it's not necessarily the main focus as it relates to success. So we define real success. The R stands for relationships. Relationships is everything. Being able to present yourself as a person who's friendly and approachable. Uh, as somebody who wants to work with others and others want to work with him or her because you have first proven yourself to be friendly and approachable. The, the last thing that any of us want to have to deal with day in and day out from week to week, month to month, we, uh, year to year, uh, are rude, divisive, and sarcastic people. We We don't want to have a relationship with them, but we do want to have relationships with people who are like-minded, who think like us, uh, who are very energetic and empathetic and compassionate in terms of what they do, not to mention the intel and the acumen that they bring as well. So the R has to do with relationships. The E is, is really equipping, taking the time to really do what you do with your virtual summit. You are equipping other married couples, young couples, seasoned couples, those that are single, those that are interested in entrepreneurship and a wide variety of different professions and interests, we are equipping them together to be the best that they can be. For example, today, this is my second event of the day. Uh, And this is the fourth day of a brand new year and a brand new decade. Uh, We're already at it. We're, We're equipping people. Earlier today, we were talking about literary and literacy and writing and books and being an author and now on the virtual summit here with you we're talking about just being positive people reinforcing with each other helping one another uh, having good relationships one with one another networking and understanding the value of being an entrepreneur and that's really what this is all about so that's what the e is it stands for uh the a is action so You and I can talk until we're blue in the face, but we have to at some point put action to the thoughts that we have here. We need to take the intellectual capital and the intellectual property to a place where we're putting it in action. And no longer can we just keep talking about what we wanna do and why we wanna do it and how we're gonna do it, but we have to put some action to it. And so, Being very action-oriented means networking on a regular basis, being present at different events. Action means putting your words to everything that you say you're going to do and and move forth with it. Uh, Being an ethical person, a person with high integrity and character, uh, good attributes, mannerisms, and behaviors, uh, so that when other people who have the same interests that we have, when they see us do it, it compels them and reinforces them that, hey, perhaps I can do it as well. That's one of the main reasons why I was such a big fan of our 44th president. His theme for eight years was, yes, we can. And what he was saying in a very subliminal way was, if I can achieve the highest office in the United States of America, you can too. And so as entrepreneurs, the message that we're giving to others through the action is that if you see us doing it, then it gives you some reinforcement and reminds you that you can do it as well. And then last but not least, the L, the L in real success, that L goes to the heart of what it is that I do and what I live for right now. It's in my DNA, the core of who I am, and it's all about leadership teaching people about how to be a positive influence uh, as a result of our leadership. So whether it's parenthood right there in the home, whether it's at the, at, at the job, uh, at your next meeting when you're about to sign that contract as you negotiate, at your neighborhood meeting, at your fraternal organization or your sorority or any other social organization that you're a part of, in your church, wherever it is you and I as leaders can have positive influence on others to do what's right, uh, to say what's right, to treat others with respect and dignity, to live by the golden rule, to value what it is they have to say. And so that's what real success is all about. Because the word success, again, is very subjective. It means different things to different people. To Kevin Johnson, success means making sure that I raise my three sons in my home from the time that they're ankle high to the age where they are now, 21, 22, and 23, to be very respectful of their mother, to be great dads, to be great husbands, to be great American citizens, and to be phenomenal global ambassadors. That, to me, is what success is all about, and it's tied to the word leadership, because if they see their dad do it, then they know that they can do it. And there's a high expectation because I've been communicating it since they were ankle high, that they do the same. And it started with me and my home when I was emulating my dad. And it started with him and his home when he emulated my paternal grandfather. And so that's how we pass the baton to the next generation of leaders. And these are just some of the myriad of strategies and principles that we teach on leadership, uh, not only here in the United States, but also on the continent of Africa as well.
1: Wow, that's, that's incredible. Yeah,
0: that, that's, that's really good. Um, one of the things you mentioned is that success is subjective and you have such a legacy that the definition for you has been passed down. But there are some people that are listening that may feel like, well, I don't know You know, I don't have that legacy where someone came before me and, um, you know, showed me what success looks like. So can you share with us some of the principles that you established in your life and how they led to the sustaining of the mantle that was passed on to you?
2: Yeah. So a a good way to answer that particular question is, I believe every one of us has a responsibility to understand our purpose and to seek after diligently God's plans for our lives, and 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 it's it's plural plans because it's, it's it's not just one, because we're generally going to be here on the earth uh, at least seventy years. So there's some work to be done, and and to surround ourselves with like-minded people who think the way we think and talk the way we talk and, and take the actions that we wanna, we wanna take. Because when it's all said and done, what happens is when you do that, you, 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 form, you form a family. And although we may not be related by blood, uh, we formed this family and, and, and you find that you have a core group of individuals that really care about us and, and really seek to really make sure that the best for us is in place. Uh, We get advice, we get counsel, mentoring and coaching as a part of that. And so a couple of things I can share with you is every entrepreneur should be actively engaged uh, in at least one or two organizations uh, that they know beyond a shadow of a doubt benefit uh, their end goal, their desired outcome. So, for example, uh, I'm a member of three local chambers of commerce. And the question would be, well, why three, Kevin? Well, each chamber of commerce has a slightly different mission and vision. And each of the commerces that I'm a part of have a slightly different um, membership makeup. Some are more diverse than others. Uh, Some are on 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 another vision uh, and a mission in terms of what they're trying to accomplish. And, And by being closely aligned with each of those three, Uh, I meet the right people at the right time doing the right things so that we can partner and joint venture and connect and make some bigger things happen because we can do more together than we can do on our own. And so I always encourage all entrepreneurs to get involved with some different events, Uh, network like heck, (laughs) that's the word that I use. I mean, you use that network, tie into it uh i mentioned earlier that we're on day 4 of the new year and the new decade uh but i'm spending the month of january doing two things number 1 is i have 45 contacts that i need to follow up with from 2009 where i had negotiated some deals but i but i didn't seal the deal so for this month for the for the first 31 days of this year Uh, I'm going to be following up with those 45, and I can guarantee you that I'm going to seal the deal with at least 20 of them, right? That's why I'm so excited. (laughs) It's it's amazing. But how did that happen? Because of the networking that took place in 2018 and 2019, formulating relationships, equipping, putting to action uh, the leadership principles and strategies that I espouse and that I live. And that's what it's really all about. And so the message for all of our entrepreneurs is to make sure that we're actively involved with like-minded people because you form a family and what you didn't get necessarily in your upbringing, in your personal family, you'll now get that from your extended family. You'll be surprised at how many people are just willing and, 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 and um, they just have a desire to help. And, and all we have to do is ask. It's, it's really amazing, the power of the ask. Uh, there's something else that I, that I teach as well. I don't wanna get off subject, but the power of the ask is, is extremely beneficial because we do have to ask sometimes in order to get it. But when you do, it, it's absolutely amazing.
0: Hey guys, real quick, I know you're getting a lot of great information from our expert and we know that you're either taking notes or planning on circling back to this interview. So we want to let you know that you can have access to content like this and more through The Vault. We have courses that cover everything from entrepreneurship basics to social media sales and marketing. We're so excited to be able to to give you these amazing resources, check it out at conqueringlifetogether.com and you click on the vault. All right, let's get back to our interview.
1: Wow, that is, that is incredible. I, I love how you're, you're, you're um, emphasizing being intentional about building relationships and connecting with, with people. That's so powerful. Um, I, I wanted to i wanted to talk a little bit more about the leadership aspect of it mm-hmm. right um, because so my wife and i obviously we're building a business together right i'm also the head of head of the family and in our culture there's a lot of toxic like leadership that 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 we see like not just in the workplace but also in 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 the household mm-hmm. so i wanted to try to talk about the leadership aspect like like what what in 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 your opinion does a healthy leadership look
2: like? Okay, so uh, let let me start. There's a lot of different things that are going through my head, but let me be focused uh, on your specific question. Um, I would say continue to be a man of integrity because your integrity goes a very, very long way. Continue to be a nurturer. Um, Now, a nurturer is someone who creates an environment and an atmosphere that's conducive for people to have a will to learn. There, there's a different, I spend a lot of time on this because there's a fine line between people that have a will and people that just don't have a will. And all of us are gonna run into both groups of people. Now, it's a whole nother discussion on how we deal with the ones that don't have the will. There's a way to turn them around. It's like, there's a way to turn people around that have anger management, that have bad behavior, uh, people that we deem as lazy. There are strategies to turn that around. But when you nurture, you you create an environment and an atmosphere in which people have the will to learn. And it's very important, and, and, and it, it, it goes a very, very long way. Um, another attribute that you could have is um, have, have faith in people. In other words, let them know that you actually believe in them. Uh, Another key attribute that we all need to be good leaders is uh, to become better listeners. Uh, Innately, we are not good listeners. We have to be taught. We really do because the words that we speak uh, are coming out at about approximately 180 words a minute, but our mind is, is constantly going and we're actually listening at the rate of about 350 words a minute. So the reason that communication breaks down so frequently, not just between male and female, but this is in all these different venues that we find ourselves in, the reason that communications break down is because generally speaking, if a person is talking about a subject that we're not necessarily interested in, before they can get halfway done with the sentence, we've already tuned them out. Because our mind is going, our mind is way ahead of where that person is in terms of their verbalization. And and we have to be taught these skills because it's it's not innate in us. It's really amazing. When communication breaks down, (laughs) everything breaks down. It's really amazing. Uh, And then the last thing I wanted to share with you, because there's so many different principles, the last thing I wanted to share with you um, is is a term that I use. I call it enlarging. Um, Good leaders enlarge other people. So we trust them with uh, key projects and key assignments that normally perhaps we would handle, but we want to expand their scope and their sphere of influence. And we help to enlarge them by giving these big assignments. And we provide top cover when they have questions they can come to us in confidence and ask questions. And we continue to provide guidance and direction. But those are some of the ways in the home on the job, in the business, in the neighborhood, in the community meeting, the social organization, these are ways where good leadership really rises to the top. And and as good leadership rises and we become a positive influence, uh, it really, really reverberates with everybody within our sphere of influence. Um, The trust factor goes way up. Um, honesty is earned, respect is earned, um, uh, and because the relationship has been established, we now transition from the point where we have to dictate to people what we want them to do. Now we just simply ask, and they're more than willing to do it because we have the relationship that's been built. That is so powerful.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really good. Yeah,
1: it is. Wow. Wow. I love that.
2: I love that. So I, I have to ask. What is that? So You mean in terms of ask? And you mean in terms of um, you know, like like getting people to do the things that we want them to do? Is that what you're referring to? Right, right, right. Because you you you
1: um you had mentioned that earlier, how the is it's so powerful just to ask. And I I just kind of wanted to to kind of um to give you an opportunity to emphasize on that a little bit more, how powerful
2: that is. Yeah, so you know, at at some point, you know, and I've seen this throughout the years, um, you know, leaders who really aren't well-respected aren't told that by the people that report to them. Uh, You you see it in the body language. uh, You see it in the non-performance. You see it in the low productivity. But I have found that leaders that are on top of their game and really understand and value the people that they have been entrusted to lead. There's a big difference between dictating to someone what to do and how to do it versus the simple ask. And oftentimes not even have to provide any guidance or any direction because of the relationship that's been established and because we want to enlarge them And because we have nurtured them, uh, they kind of know what to do and how to do it. And they have the freedom and liberty to do it because they know that you have the top cover. And and that's the difference. You know, if those leaders who really aren't that great at what they do, uh, there's an element of fear involved with receiving direction and guidance on any given assignment. And what's gonna happen if I mess up? What's gonna happen if we catch a typographical error or if I'm 45 minutes late, or if it's 13 page versus 18 pages, or if the, if the font is 11 inch versus 12 inch, uh, if I use aerial fonts versus time Roman. I mean, people are on pins and needles versus the great leader who just simply asks, and doesn't really have to give a whole lot of direction and instruction and watch the project come back in a manner which everything is great. Thumbs up. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the diligent effort. I know it was a sacrifice, but I'm so glad I asked you to do it because I knew you would get it done. You didn't let me down. This is why I'm so excited to have you on my team. You see the difference that it makes? You're, 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 you're asking, in a very congenial way. And when you receive the product back, that person gets even more congratulations, even more kudos, job well done, I appreciate you. Our team would not be the team that it is without you. Uh, We can't get it done without you. It, It just makes a huge difference. And so that's why we take the time to teach these principles and strategies to the current and next generation of leaders because we want to make the world a much more better place. We want people to be able to show up for that negotiation. You know, say for example, you're sitting across the the table with that banker and you need to establish a line of credit for your company. You you need a $2.5 million line of credit for your company because you're about to sign the contract um, that's $11 million in value uh, with, XYZ corporation for the next five years. Um, and you don't want to necessarily be sitting there on pins and needles. You want to have the comfort of knowing that your negotiation will go well because you have developed a relationship. And, and, and that's the big difference between that good, that demands and dictates and the good leader that can simply just ask. And and then the other thing I wanted to reiterate is the power of the ask is coming from you and I, when we ask someone who we know in our minds, because we can discern it, that that person or those group of people have the answer to my question, but I've got to ask. That, That bank has that line of credit that I need, so I can sign that $11 million contract for the next five years. Uh, But you you won't get that $2.5 million line of credit unless you ask. Um, The president of the chamber um, knows all of the members because that's his or her job. So I need to ask the president of the chamber, Mr. President, Mrs. President, here's my desired outcome. Here's what I'm trying to achieve. Who can you connect me with in this chamber to make that dream become a reality? That's the power of the ask. As, as entrepreneurs, you know, like you are, uh, you also know that you know w- we need to develop relatively thick skin because every everybody's not going to say yes, and 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 that's okay. That's what makes us resilient in terms of what we do, uh, and that that's part of having the thick skin. Uh, don't let the no's discourage you and disappoint you to the point where you give up. Uh, just, just be resilient and keep going forward and uh, looking forward to having a great year. Absolutely.
0: I love that. Every no is one step closer to that. Yes. So Kevin, you have talked to us about um, real success and you've gone through the principles of leadership with us. You told us about um, the power of the ask. I mean, it's just, It's incredible. You've given us so much information, so much wisdom. You've really um, given us some things, not just to dive deeper into, but some things that we can implement right now, some things that we can think about in terms of our vision, because in order to ask, we need to know what we need. And so um, you really challenged us to, to network and to get out of our bubble and get out into the world and to be tough and resilient, and go for the ask if, if you don't ask the answer is always no so <laughs> absolutely
2: um,
0: on top of all of this great information you also have um, an amazing gift for our audience i'm really excited about this because i i feel like it's a way to um take a piece of you home with us and um like take a part of your training and really implement it can you share with us what you're giving our listeners today?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So remember, I mentioned a little bit earlier about, you know, taking the time out, every person taking the time out to understand your purpose and plans. So having a relationship with our Heavenly Father, uh, I wrote a series of books uh, several years ago. And one of those devotionals, you'll find on the homepage of my website. So www.kevinwaynejohnson.com. I couldn't make it any easier than that, right? So Uh, If you go there on the very home page, if you go down a little bit towards your right, you'll see that there's a devotional book. It's simply entitled Let Your Light So Shine. And what's unique about this particular book, it was number book number three in my original series, Give God the Glory. And there's a candle with a flame at the top, which indicates that you and I are light. So light illuminates Light radiates, light dispels darkness, Uh, light helps us to be able to navigate through those hallways and through those valley experiences where it's a little dark and dim. And as entrepreneurs, uh, I believe that you and I are light in in the midst of the world. I mean, what we're doing kind of fuels the economy of our respective countries and it gives people hope. So you can just download that book for free. Uh, it'll be the PDF version. It's a, it's a very easy read, 54-page devotional, which walks you through scripture about the importance of being liked.
0: We are going to be um, reading it as well. Um, have a devotional, to have a life where you're feeding into your faith. We've heard faith come up multiple times in the series. And um, it's really important to strengthen your your subconscious mind because what you think about who you are is who you will become. And so make sure that you grab a hold of this devotional. make sure that you are um, learning all you can to be the brightest light that you can be. Please make sure you get that devotional. Let's talk about it. All right, you guys. Thank you, Kevin for letting us interview you.